From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, April 6th. Every year, employees with the Utah Division of Wildlife collect fish for a breeding program. Their goal is to create the tiger muskie. They say the fish is an important aspect in keeping our lakes and reservoirs healthy. Justin Higginbottom spent some time fishing with those working on this project. I'm on the shallow waters of Recapture Reservoir in San Juan County with officials from the Utah Division of Wildlife. It's a clear morning, little wind, and a great day for fishing. So today we're collecting northern pike, uh, both males and females, for part of our statewide tiger muskie program. Uh, we'll be spawning muskie and pike lakeside and stripping the gametes or milt from the, the male northern pike to take to our hatchery to, to cross with female muskie to create tiger muskies for the state of Utah. That's Calvin Black. He's the state's assistant aquatics manager. Tiger muskies are the division's secret weapon in managing fish populations throughout the state. A lot of it's predator control uh, when we have a lot of prey base, a lot of smaller fish that are overrunning a, a water body. We stop tiger muskie in there to, to really eat them. They grow big, they can get up to over 50 inches and very ferocious, great predators. Tiger muskies are sterile, kind of like mules, and so their population is easy to control. They're also great to fish. Statewide regulations, you can only keep one over 40 inches for tiger muskie. 40 inches. 40 inches, yeah. Um, it takes about three to four years for them to grow that big, but after that, then they just start getting fatter. And so they're, they're fun fish to, to go after. Black and his colleague have set nets around the reservoir. They check them every 30 minutes. We're coming up on one now. Okay. Got at least one? Yeah. Back up. Okay. And when they get caught, they, they swim in and get their uh, teeth and their gills caught. And then they just start to roll. In this pool, they catch four and drop them one by one in a bucket of water on the boat. They're catching mostly males here today, but it seems one of the fish brought on board is a female. Black's colleague, Tyler Arnold, has what looks like green caviar on his overalls. Those are fish eggs. Um, apparently, we didn't realize she was a female and I must have squeezed her. Yeah, it's very easy to come off. Yeah, and it's all sticky. Cool. That's good to know. We, we, we just need a couple females for our spawn this year, so that's perfect size for us. A female has between 10 to 40,000 eggs. The division wants to breed 80,000 tiger muskie this year. They'll go in reservoirs around the state. In the near future, Black says the division will have their own captive source for pike, so maybe unfortunately there won't be a need to fish them. Black says the breeding program is an important part of supporting fishing infrastructure in the state. Angling dollars funded a new boat dock here recently. You buy a fishing license, that's what your money goes to is, is projects like that. And so um, we're, we're hopeful of doing more things like that down in the Grand County and in San Juan County areas to, to enhance angler access and improve the fisheries. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. What kind of person comes to mind when you think of a national park ranger? If you're picturing a white, middle-aged mountain man, you're probably not alone. But the National Park Service is trying to change that stereotype through a program called NPS Academy. They recently hosted a spring break orientation at Grand Teton National Park. Kyle Mackey of KHOL Jackson reports for Rocky Mountain Community Radio. Yeah. How's it? As long as the heel is behind, 
Crouched down in the snow on a brilliantly sunny afternoon in Grand Teton National Park, David Linares is putting on snowshoes for the very first time. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Where are you from? SoCal. Okay. So, so yeah, we so seldom get snow up there. Yeah, probably yeah. not a lot of snowshoeing. Linares is the first-generation son of Mexican immigrants. This summer, he'll be trading balmy Southern California for the Montana backcountry as an intern at Glacier National Park. I found out about the Academy through an ad on social media, and I kind of looked into it more, and it was something that I've always wanted to get into conservation. I just knew that the Park Service was probably one of the best ways to get into it. Now in its 12th year, NPS Academy is a paid program available to 18 to 30-year-olds from backgrounds that have been historically underrepresented in the National Park Service. Julie Gonzalez is Community Engagement Coordinator at Grand Teton National Park and an alumna of the Academy who helped coordinate this year's orientation. The goal of the program is not necessarily employment, but rather to just create connections with marginalized communities or underrepresented communities in our country to their National Park Service sites. The Academy does that by recruiting a diverse group of participants, 18 this year, who get a week of training over spring break and then go on to summer internships at parks across the country, including Mount Rainier in Washington and Acadia in Maine. Angelina Pius from Lexington, Kentucky, will be working with backcountry rangers at Grand Teton this summer. She identifies as Black or African-American. I think it's really great to be able to have diversity because I think people are more unwilling to participate in things when they see people that look like them also participating in those things. And new scary experience might be made a little bit less um, scary if they are um, with people that maybe are from a similar background. Diversity also means lots of different things for the participants. Gabby Thompson of Page, Arizona, identifies as white and as a lesbian. Marissa Lopez of San Diego, California, is a biracial Filipino-American. When you see somebody that looks like you, that talks like you, um, or somebody that has their pronoun buttons kind of on their uniform, that really means, especially at least for me, that like queer folks are here and we are present um, and we are successful. And you because can. like me, I'm like I'm like a relatively like small like uh, like Asian girl. Um, so like you don't see a lot of that in the park service, or at least when I was growing up, that's not something you saw a lot. So yeah, I'm very excited to like see not just like myself in that position, but like see like a lot of my peers doing a lot of the same thing. Um, and hopefully just like inspire the next generation as well to see like, oh, like more than 500 interns have gone through the MPS Academy since it started in 2011, far ahead of the more recent calls for racial justice sparked by the 2020 murder of George Floyd. And while it's hard to quantify the program's success since employment isn't its only goal, alumni like Gonzalez and Luciana Watkins are proof that the program is helping young people from diverse backgrounds jumpstart careers in the Park Service. The community that this program builds is unlike any other community I've ever really been in that has been like created by an internship program. Watkins is an Asian-American woman from Illinois. Being adopted is also an important part of her identity. As a media associate for the Grand Teton Association, Watkins is putting her educational background in both chemistry and communications to good work. And she says she still keeps in touch with the friends she went through NPS Academy with. As someone who is coming into the workforce in the Park Service and it's still majority white 
it's useful to have that community of people that are scattered all over the country who are like have a shared experience and we can like talk about NPS Academy or we can talk about like our experiences in the workplace and like that support system is is built in. Back outside for the hike, a majority of the group raises their hands when asked if it's their first time snowshoeing. How many of you have never been snowshoeing before? Awesome! I I love that. So this is going to be a really fun act. Not to worry, the ranger promises, getting them on will be the hardest part of the whole walk. Kyle Mackey, KHL News. This piece comes from our partners at KHOL in Jackson, Wyoming. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, April 6th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.